This program was first broadcast on Canterbury's access media station, Plains FM, and was made with the assistance of New Zealand On Air. Welcome to Helping Hands with me, George Mulligan, a show that shines a light on community organisations in Christchurch and the good work that they're doing. In the studio with me today, I've got Julia Yu, who is uh, from Community Law Centre. And Julia, would you like to just start off by telling us a little bit about what what the law the community law centre is and sort of yeah sure what goes on there yeah sure hi um, my name's Julia and I'm from Community Law Canterbury and I'm one of the legal educators there um, so Community Law Canterbury is uh, you know is funded to provide free legal help to those in the community um, on various legal areas of law um, we. You, there are specific areas of law that we specialise in, but um, as a whole, we are part of 24 law centres um, in New Zealand. So it comes under the umbrella of community law Aotearoa, um, but we cover all the way down to Timaru, to the West Coast and up to Kaikoura. And yeah, so we operate a couple of main core services, mm-hmm. one of them being the info line, which is information over the phone. So anyone in the community, whether social workers or just general public, can give us a call and we can give them some legal information that can be found online. But, you know, we do the research with the help of our student volunteers. Yeah. And then we've got our another major uh, core service, which is the advice clinics um, or the advice appointments. So those ones we can actually give legal advice because we've got qualified lawyers operating from our office. Excellent. So twenty-four law centres throughout New Zealand. Mm. Do you know how many how many people there would be sort of through through the? It sounds like it's a very big sort of system. Do you know how many volunteers? And... Oh, um, well, it's it's all part of the coalition of the. Community Law Aotearoa, mm-hmm. however, they're independently ran through different management. Yeah. Um, I think Canterbury is the biggest oh, wow. or okay. is one of the biggest mm-hmm. um, in New Zealand. We have about 43 staff, um, which is pretty big for a community law centre. Um, that's probably mainly because, you know, we have to cover quite a large, geographically quite a large um, area down south, down in South Island. Um, but unfortunately, I don't know the numbers of how many people, but, you know, it's really dependent on whether you have the access to a university because, you know, with the University of Canterbury being in Christchurch, we have the ability to reach out to our law students mm, and yeah. get them to volunteer with us. So, Yeah. And in terms of the numbers that would go through cr- Christchurch mm-hmm. Community Law Centre for mm-hmm. clients. Yeah, as a, uh, imagine it would be fairly full on, most pretty much every day. Yeah, it is actually. Yeah. Um, I think on a day to day basis, we we would advise about maybe twenty to twenty four wow. clients, yeah. um, and then also over the phone on a really busy day. I know that we've had up to a hundred phone calls through our info line, um, but on average, I think it's about maybe fifty calls a day. So 
that's the reason why we need our student volunteers, and we really um, greatly appreciated of that too Ab- as well. Absolutely. So, yeah. um, do you do you get enough people from the Canterbury University? Is it a struggle to get enough staff? Or? Um, no, not really. So we have, I think, over two hundred student volunteering for us at the moment yeah. um, through our different clinics and services, mm-hmm. um, and we take third year and above law students. So. You know, and some of them end up volunteering for a number of years, even after graduating from law school. Mm-hmm. So we do rely heavily on them, and that's one of the ways how we can sustain the sheer number of people we see yeah. on a day-to-day mm-hmm. basis um, because, you know, we just won't have enough resources um, if we just are dependent on the, on the staff itself, yeah. Okay. And once once they come along and, and uh, volunteer at, uh, community Law Centre, mm-hmm. they're not just thrown in the deep end. Is there, there'd be some training as well at the Community Law Centre itself, or um, is it all through, just through the university beforehand? No, so so while they're doing their uh, studies, they will be coming in and they can see clients. So they'll be interviewing clients for us. Mm-hmm. So that's how we um, operate our evening clinics pretty much, is that um, we get about maybe five or six students to come in in the evening mm-hmm. and they see the clients themselves and they, you know, write down any of the questions, concerns that the client might have and go and talk to a lawyer to get the advice and then take it back to the client. So they are essentially doing the pretty much the hard work in yep. the middle. Yep. Um, it's just because we were, we won't be able to have the lawyers seeing clients themselves mm-hmm. um, due to, you know, resources and everything. So they are the ones that's going to be asking the questions and they relate back to the clients. Um, so they are getting some, I guess, real-life experience on yeah. how to deal with clients, how to, um, you know, ask those tricky questions and those practical things that you don't necessarily learn in law school pretty much. Mm-hmm. And, of course, it covers a a wide variety of areas more than you get in sort of the traditional law firm, doesn't it? So you get such a a wide variety of experience if you're volunteering. Yeah, definitely. Um, And from the volunteers, we've, you know, the feedback that we get from them is that they think that, you know, they see it as a very valuable experience for them. Mm -hmm. Um, Even if they do go into private practice, then they can take away those skill sets that they've learnt whilst volunteering for us. Mm -hmm. Um, And, you know, and those big firms will probably really like them, you know, getting those hands-on experience. Um, So, yeah. I, I know you said it was third year law students and onwards, uh-huh. so I don't know much about the LLB sort of yeah. setup or yeah. anything like that. By that stage, if they sort of specialised in like employment law or um, uh, sort of divorces or things like that, so so do you sort of um, put them in areas of speciality within the community law centre, or do you, do they cover the, the full gamut of things that you do at the community law centre? Yeah, so. Um, with the law degree at University of Canterbury, obviously, you know, different universities have different courses. Yeah. But here, um, when you're in your third year, you would have completed all the compulsory papers. Mm-hmm. So then it's up from upwards of the third year and above, that's when you can pick the courses that you would like. Mm-hmm. Um, but however, when they do volunteer with us, they can see, uh, you know, all areas of law, unless they want to do a specific clinic, which is a family legal advice clinic or an employment 
okay. um, legal advice clinics. So unless they want to just go into the specifics of the those two different areas of law, mm-hmm. they will see um, whoever comes in yep. um, with whatever legal issues that they might have. Yep. So, yeah, so they get to experience um, pretty much all of it. Um, yeah, yeah. Okay. And, and how long do... Um, do most volunteers stick around for and at community law centres? Do they volunteer usually for a couple of years? Or Yeah, um, I think on average they stay about maybe two or three years mm-hmm. um, just because, you know, they've started in their third third year and they've got maybe two years to go before they finish their degree and once they get the degree they were offered a job elsewhere. So, mm-hmm. you know, I think on average we have the volunteers staying with us for about two or three years. Mm-hmm. And I know with some some community organisations that do training and stuff and to help help the volunteers upscale to a certain extent, mm-hmm. uh, there's a minimum amount of time that you have to volunteer with that mm. organisation to mm-hmm. sort of get, get that so it works out for both of them. Is that the same with community law centres? Is there a minimum amount of time that they're expected to stay with CLC? Or? Um, no, we, we don't have that. Um, that we don't have that in our volunteering I guess, service, Um, we just make it more flexible for them because they've got, you know, they might have work or anything like that. So that's why I think we take on quite a large number of volunteers with us. Mm -hmm. Um, And then Big and I said, you know, we've got about maybe 200 plus uh, students at the moment. Um, That's just to accommodate everyone's individual's flexibilities and work schedules and families and everything like that. So, So we don't have a minimum... Uh, volunteering time, and they can stay on as long as they like, pretty much as yeah, well. Yeah, and you do have a few senior lawyers as well, don't you? Yeah. That sort of stay on long, long term. Yeah. yeah. So um, out of the forty-three staff, I think the last time I counted, we have about twenty-four lawyers, right. twenty-three, yep. twenty-four lawyers mm-hmm. um, at the moment, which is quite a large number of lawyers in a firm as well. Um, and within that, we've got different teams. So we've got the family team, we've got the tenancy team, we've got an ACC team, you know, so... So that's where yeah. the speciality comes speciality in. Speciality comes in, yeah, yeah. 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 And um, so so for those that haven't been, don't know much about the community law centre or haven't been mm-hmm. lucky enough not to have needed <laughs> your services, yeah. Uh, tell us a bit about the difference between community law centre and legal aid, because some people get it mixed up, don't they? Yeah. The roles, the, the the separate roles that they have. Yeah, yeah, no, that's a good question. Um, so the difference is that with accessing community law service, uh, there's no fee. So we are purely funded to provide free legal help to anyone in the community. Um, and if it's an area of law that we can specialise in, um, and there's no conflict of interest um, within the dispute itself. Mm. Um, whereas with legal aid, you know, once you qualify for legal aid and you are under the legal aid scheme, uh, you do have to pay the money back at the end after you know, after the proceedings or after a particular area um, matter has been resolved. Mm-hmm. So you pretty much incur a debt um, you know, after you do qualify for that. So that's probably the easiest way to differentiate ourselves. Um, But whereas, obviously, for legal aid, there's the criminal legal aid. So, you know, if you've committed a criminal offence, then, you know, you would 
see if you qualify for the criminal legal aid scheme. Um, and if not, there's also family, so the civil side. So uh, you can get a family legal aid lawyer to help with the proceedings. Um, you know, or there's different um, different other civil yeah, legal aids that you can qualify for. But but I think just to kind of easily differentiate the two of us, yeah. you know, we don't th- – there's no hidden fees pretty much for us. Okay. There's no yeah. fees um, with our service. Okay. And th- there are some areas that the community law centre isn't allowed to, to operate in, isn't there, like yeah. business or yeah. uh, conveyancing and things like that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, so um, areas of law that we um, – the Canterbury Community Law Centre – don't really specialise in due to resources or due to not having, you know, lawyers who specialise in those areas. Um, so some of those, some of those areas are things like immigration law. We just don't have a lawyer who who specialises in that, so yeah. we just don't do it. Um, we don't do conveyancing, you know. So if you're buying a house or selling a property, unfortunately, we won't be able to help you with that. Um, another thing is we don't advise employers. Um, and we don't advise landlords. And also, if it's a commercial lease or anything to do with a company, we won't be able to step in. Um, trust is another thing that we won't be able to do as well. Um, and wills, we don't draft up wills too. So, you know, th- th- there are a number of areas of law that we are just, you know, we just can't really get into. Yeah. Um, and also disputes that involve quite a lot of money. Right. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. so that's another big thing that we won't do. And and do you have a, a list of lawyers in Christchurch that, if you're not able to help mm. out with, say, mm. wells or something or um, conveyancing, but they they've come to you and said, um, "Can I help?" Do you have a list of lawyers that are able to sort of offer help services in those areas and point them in the right direction? Or? Yeah, definitely. Um, so. That actually brings me back to something else that I was going to talk about. So uh, with our evening clinics, we uh, get the help of private practice lawyers who give up their time and they volunteer their time for us. So they would come in in the evening and advise uh, our clients. Um, So in exchange, if it's an area of law that we can't advise on, then we refer them to those lawyers who give up their time um, for us. So things like trust, or company law, or if there's a conflict, or if it's a um, employment matter that really needs a specialised employment uh, lawyer to to mm. look over the case, you know things like that. Then we will be able to refer them to the appropriate lawyer. Um, one thing is that we don't know how much they would charge, so it's something that the client would have to discuss with the person that we um, you know provide the referrals, but. And, you know, we can't guarantee that they will be able to take them on as clients because there's a lot of factors that needs to be considered. One major thing is whether they have capacity, whether the individual lawyer has a capacity. So it's something that they were to discuss, but we can provide them with appropriate referrals to the lawyers who specialise in those specific areas of law. Okay. And the one of the big sort of umbrella sort of... Um Organisations within law, I suppose, is the, the New Zealand Law Society. Yeah. How, how do they come into play in community law centres and Canterbury Community Law Centre? Yeah, so um, because all of our lawyers, you know, they all carry practising certificates, they do come under the New Zealand Law Society. So thus, so that is one of the reasons why we do have quite a bit of a uh, restriction on you know, if there's a conflict of interest, we won't be able to advise due to, you know, 
um, we can't act for both parties. And there's some sort of, you know, uh, so that's and also all of our lawyers are bound by the confidentiality and all that stuff. So, you know, they, they we do fall under the whole New Zealand Law Society because mm-hmm. our lawyers do have to act um, under the code of conduct within within the law society itself. So we do come under that umbrella um, just because we've got the lawyers in our office. Um, and, you know, we – so so that's kind of how we are kind of connected, connected, I guess. Yep. Yeah, connected with the Law Society. Um, and did the Law Society help out with funding? Because that's always a big, big thing when you're a community organisation, isn't it, the, getting the funding for these sorts of things? Yeah. Um, I'm not entirely sure. Okay. Um, I know that our funding – our biggest funding comes from Ministry of Justice and Rider Foundation and, and you know, Crisis City Council and various. Yep. Um, however, I'm not entirely sure about the Law Society, oh, okay. but I yeah. could be wrong that yeah. they could be giving us something and I'm not yeah. and I'm not sure about it. Yeah, yeah. Um, and also, you know, uh, yeah, it's not something that I'm... Confident, yeah, yeah, confidentiality yeah. and things like that. I'm just, yeah. not, I'm just not sure if they do. Yeah. Um, yeah, so sorry. I, yeah, don't, no, I don't have a definite fine. answer on that one. yeah. And um, so, so how have things changed since COVID? Have you you would have seen a big change in things since mm. COVID? I suppose. In the- yeah. So, uh, as with many people in New Zealand, um, COVID has had a big impact. You know, uh, on a number of things this year. But for us, I think we saw a lot of clients. Um, you know, with employment matters you know, since uh, the lockdown and, you know, employers really struggling to meet and making people redundant um, due to those reasons. So, you know, our numbers in the employment area have increased and we see that it will probably increase over the next coming year um, or even longer. And, you know, those benefits, people wanting to go on benefits and they're not not sure as well. So those things have increased as well. Um, and, you know, we've we've always had quite a lot of people coming in with family issues, but we see that that might also increase um, over time. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah so and rents, I suppose. Rents, yeah, yeah, rent yeah. And, Tenancy, yeah. yeah and, mm. a lot, you know, debts and everything like that. So, you know, there's... We, we do think that maybe next year we will be quite busy with a lot of employment, debt issues, family issues, um, benefit rights, anything like that. So, and tenancy is another big one too. So, And have you seen a big uptick in the number of people that sort of can't afford to pay legal fees, mm-hmm. the normal avenue, so they go in through community law centre? Yeah, so um, I guess, you know, the the... So Canterbury, we have been quite more relaxed, I guess, with giving people the first initial advice um, because we've had some very unfortunate events happen in Christchurch. So we have been a bit more relaxed within our, I guess, criteria. However, you know, with this, we did see a lot of people who weren't necessarily our clients to begin with, but because they've lost a job, you know, therefore no income and they have to support an entire family, we did kind of have to step into that role and, 
you know, still give them the first initial advice, but if it's was something that needs to be ongoing, then obviously we referred them to more specialised firms um, for that. But we did see an increase in clients who wouldn't necessarily be our clients to begin with, but we still gave them some advice um, initially. Yeah. Mm. And so it would be a very rewarding job, sort of some of the the success stories you hear when when someone's going for a difficult legal time, which is incredibly yeah. stressful, yeah. and then you, you work through to a satisfactory ending and get a good outcome for them. Yeah. What would be a highlight for you, uh, sort of a, a highlight of working there? And Yeah, so um, there's a number of highlights to working at Community Law, because I've been there for about close, coming up to four years now, and... You know, one personally, one big thing is I love, I love all the people that's where, that that's in community law centre, um, because we all think alike. We're all, you know, we're all in it for the right reasons yeah. and stuff. It, we're all kind of collectively there to help the community um, go through and tackle through those, you know, real, uh, you know, things that that really impact their personal life and um, is able to work through that process um, with them a lot closely. So that's been really rewarding for us. And, you know, obviously attending to those people who would always have, you know, that uh, barrier to accessing justice, mm-hmm. um, but we're able to provide it for free. So, you know, it's just kind of giving them the assurance that you do have some legal rights in New Zealand. You know, you've got these rights just because you won't be able to afford to go to a lawyer doesn't mm-hmm. mean you don't you can't do anything about it. Yeah. So I guess just that real personal um, connection yeah. that you yeah, yeah is always quite rewarding. And uh, how about plans for the future when you look forward into the community law centre's mm. future? Mm. Are there any sort of um, plans for new things or new systems or? Yeah, um, um, we're always we're always thinking of expanding. Uh, we're always looking at, you know, where there's a need in the community um, because I would say maybe a few years ago we didn't really practice in family law, but we, you know, as an organisation saw a need for some of our lawyers to practice in that area. Mm-hmm. So then th- therefore we went into that space and, you know, I think maybe 40%, I could be wrong with the numbers, but maybe 40% um, of our, you know, issues that come through are to do with family law. You know, and that's increased in the last couple of years. So, mm-hmm. you know, once we see a need in the community, we're always looking to expand, whether that's in, let's say, immigration service, because if there's a need in the community yeah. and there are not enough lawyers out there who's able to do the work and there's a lot of backlog and, you know, we see that, then maybe in the future we might go into that space. Um, yeah. Yeah, okay. So so just very briefly, usually when we do these, these radio shows, we're promoting for volunteers and things like that. It's slightly different with community law centres because you do have to be a qualified lawyer, don't you, yeah. to volunteer for community law centre. If um, For any law students that are listening, what would be what would be your plug to encourage them to come along to yeah. community law centre? Yeah, definitely. So um, if any law students who are in their third year, um, we always send out an email through to University of Canterbury, recruiting for volunteers. So I would very highly recommend, you know, putting your name forward because I started volunteering and, you know, it's such a great experience. You learn so much. Um, Yeah, university teaches you a lot of, like, theoretical stuff, 
but it's the practical things that you won't be able to gain until you start practicing, I guess. So if you volunteer for us, then you know you can gain that real hands-on experience that you won't be able to get elsewhere. So I would definitely recommend volunteering. Excellent. And so when they, if they did want to volunteer, they could go either through the University <coughs> of Canterbury or to Canlaw website? Yeah, for... yep. so we've got a website um, uh, with a tab and it says volunteering, so you can put your name forward that way. Or when the email goes around to the university, they can just um, email our volunteer coordinator and we will get in touch with them. Okay, so it's www.canlaw.org.nz, is yep. that right? Yes, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so uh, yeah, there's there's a there's a plug for all you university students out there, and I know it does give you a lot of variety and background. So it certainly helps when you're getting to the next stage and uh, applying for jobs to have mm-hmm. that experience at community law centre. So thank you very much for coming along today, Julia, and uh, giving us some light on what goes on at the community law centre. No problem. Thank you for having me. Yeah. Okay. Thank you very much. Okay. Awesome. Thanks. Bye.